This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. And welcome to episode 26 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. I know you guys missed my voice last week, <laughs> but it's Ty, Luke, Eric, and Martin. And we got some big news. This is our first time meeting IRL to do a podcast. What does IRL mean? In real life. Oh, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Eric clearly doesn't game. No, he, he spends most of his time alone with books like a fucking loser. <laughs> Sad face. Re- and reading news about analytics yeah that's all he does also your beard has gotten very long yeah i, I know right say. It's like it's, I, it's been you like need to shave that that's a disgusting beard you got going hey playoff beard playoff hockey actually oh, okay i can respect true. the playoff beard yeah i mean the leaves are out but um, so it technically it doesn't tie count, continue your introduction oh, yeah you guys, you guys sidetracked <laughs> me this time okay <laughs> um we are talking today about some potential rule changes because i don't know because there's we nothing else to see, talk about we just want to see some changes i guess I mean, Dallas is completely fucking Colorado, so I think that's... Actually, you know what? There's a fair bit to talk yeah, about. Yeah, there's a fair bit to <laughs> but talk about. Vegas Martin, just dismantled... Yeah. Va- uh, but Martin... Vancouver dismantled Vegas the other yeah. night. And Martin wants his time... Oh, yeah, and then to I'm going to give the mar- mic to Martin so Martin, Martin can add a few. You just missed half of that sentence, giving the mic to him, so... That's okay. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> we don't need Eric, anyway. Yeah, that episode without Eric was was great. <laughs> Don't pass the mic back to Eric. <laughs> We're gonna do mic drops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Martin. What what is your number one rule change that you would want to make to the NHL? I think it's an interesting uh, potential rule change uh, would be trading salary cap. So teams. <laughs> <laughs> No one can hear Eric. No one can hear Eric. We just started laughing in the middle of your sentence. There. <laughs> I know that's but awful. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so teams, teams get the option to trade sa- extra salary cap for potential players' picks, um, because right now some teams have no cap pl- space. No cap space, and some teams have a plethora of cap, cap space and actually have to get to the cap floor. So just to clarify, what you would be looking at is a team like. Uh, your Ottawa Senators, who have a cheap-ass <laughs> owner, Eugene Melnick, and they'll never, ever spend to the salary cap limit, the top. the, the, the They'll never pay up to 
I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> the, the top <laughs> of the cap. They'll never. They'll, <laughs> they'll never, they'll go, never to the go to the. Yeah, they'll never get to the top of the cap. They'll always try to get that cap floor. Yes. And some years they barely do that. But yes. They'll then you can if you're the Leafs and they they got 40 million tied up in four players and they need some depth and they'll they'll exactly. trade for five million dollars exactly. of Ottawa's cap space. Exactly. So so does this incentivize teams to continue to be bad then if they just keep trading away cap space because they don't need it and then just keep accumulating like picks and never getting never having to actually spend any money <laughs> <laughs> well you, well you have to get to the cap floor though right okay so but you like, could but raise do you wanna, the cap but do you, you want could, like a bunch this, of teams if, if the idea is to be actually implemented you could raise the cap floor to force teams to reach a higher level mm-hmm. and then they can trade from there interesting idea i kind of like it i mean it would it mostly benefits the richer teams the, the teams that no because it benefits money. the lower teams a lot too because now they're instead of Ottawa not bringing in bad contracts they can just hand out their cap space and they don't have to bring in bad contracts and actually I spend mean, money I mean bad which contracts is what, will still exist yeah I know but like <laughs> Ottawa doesn't need to acquire bad contracts anymore all they would need and they don't you need to pay those guys they can just give their cap space away that they're not going to doing this what you could design a team to be very successful while doing oh this yeah hundred percent like. How, like what would the value like the value would be so different though for every team? It would be team. so weird. I'm it would be so weird. Like a what a million is a million's like a second round draft pick or something like no, that? No, it would be way less than that. It'd probably be like two million, three million, because you're not spending any money on top of giving away your cap space, right? So like when you give a team a bad contract, like take this year when Marlowe was traded to Carolina for a first round pick, they Carolina still had to pay that six million dollars, right? Yeah, so they bought them out. They still had to pay it. So they paid that much money for plus the cap space for a first-round pick. Yeah. So that's kind of how you equate the value. Or you look at, like, Brian Bickle from Chicago, $4.5 million salary, I believe. But he was still Remember playing at Bickle that point. Bickle was, though. like, the, yeah, the star he was, he of the wasn't playoffs? A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was he, injuries and everything. Yeah. Kind he of had a, a health. I think he had a MS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did. He did. So... That's a that's a poor example. It's gonna be a shit a, show to edit because you guys are just like Martin's gonna be on one mic half the time, another mic half the time. It, that, sorry, it's gonna be hard. Keep it keep it the same voice. All right, <laughs> as as the producer of the show, keep the mics the same. Is that would that actually affect it much? Like, what? well, yeah, because I'd have to find where you talk on this mic versus that mic, and then edit oh. depending on well, who's fair. talking. Well, okay, more. all right, all right. Okay, so we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll, we'll we'll try to keep it simple. Yeah, Martin came from we'll Kingston and didn't bring his microphone, so that's uh, okay. If, if Martin sounds better this episode, it's because he's not using a shit of, of a mic, <laughs> like literally the worst <laughs> mic that captures the crows from three miles out. <laughs> well, it's. Crows do sit right out my side my window. To be fair, and yeah. my square pa- chair are you, are you, is insane. Practicing witchcraft? Like what's going on? <laughs> Dude, his chair is so bad. I literally have to like if Martin's not talking on the on the audio, I cut it out entirely <laughs> from the from the episode. Because he's moving around. Because he's moving around. Creaks in his chair. Yeah. It's bad. And the floor's pretty bad too. It's an old house. I yeah, I, I do think it is like an interesting idea. Like, are there? There's no other. Sp- sport that does that right like you can really you can like trade players in right now we're seeing well, Messi. like you can buy a player like with cash yeah but a lot lots of sports don't have like a, a hard cap because like the yeah. other option would be like a luxury tax i think yeah. the luxury that ta- maybe that's a good segment segment yeah, into I would, it i think a luxury tax is is a good thing for the nhl 
I think that's the rule that I, I think make. like the trading salary though benefits the 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 cheaper teams, which is probably what the NHL would want. The luxury tax doesn't really benefit the cheaper teams. Because I don't think it benefits the rich teams that much because they still have to give away assets to get that cap space to be extra cap space to begin with, right? So Whereas the lower the luxury. But but who would make the like the the pricing? The t- richer teams or the lower teams? The lower teams. If the, but if the richer teams aren't trading their cap space because it's who blinks first really it would definitely be the lower teams because if if you're a higher up team you're give you, the lower bottom teams get benefiting more because they're not giving up assets plus getting the plus the cap space they're only losing cap space that they're not using whereas the richer teams getting more cap space but they're still losing assets yeah. So I you're really you're the be- the s- the worst teams actually get a lot better. Like maybe yeah. that probably makes a league a little bit more even from an asset standpoint. But then at the same time, Ottawa, Florida, Arizona, they'll never spend in the cap because they'll keep just trading away their cap space to get new assets in. And then well, I mean it's like maybe a sh- until it's they like get a short really term good plan, and then they need right? to pay everyone. Yeah, it's unless a short term thing. Unless you keep uh, breaking draft protocols but like uh, yeah. Like, uh, Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. <laughs> lost we two we picks. We actually talked about that because that's actually huge for Arizona. We'll talk about that after. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about that at the end. Sure. This is the big. This is the big one. Yeah. We're talking about big ideas right now. Yeah. That's what this is. We, so you want to go to the luxury tax now? Yeah, I think that's. I think, like, I, I agree with you guys that they'll that if you're paying for you know a team's unused salary cap, um, then the lower the the poorer teams. The luxury tax only benefits the rich teams though. At that point. Well, yeah, but because <laughs> we really? why get okay. better. Here's here's <laughs> like what I gotta that's say. The only thing that why happens. is the league catering to these small market teams then? Why is the league wanting Florida to exist? Why does the league want Arizona to exist? Fucking give it. Toronto's the one. Toronto Rangers, Blackhawks, Montreal. They're the teams that are paying for this league to exist. Basically, <laughs> man. <laughs> why are, not why don't you want? <laughs> that's to, true. If the Leafs win the Stanley Cup, but I feel like fuck, man. Year over, year over year, like. A team could go down because you would trade it per year, your ca- your cap space, right? So, like a team like LA, when they're bottomed out right now, they could trade cap space for picks. Could you trade future cap space? Like, could you just trade well, cap space for like three years from now? There's no way that would work out, though. No, exactly. Because you'd, you'd have to have a bomb ass accounting team. Well, no. Well, you would also <laughs> the the cap isn't set every year, right? So you wouldn't be able to say. <laughs> contracts that you're giving out and things you won't be able to, well, who even knows if you have three million dollars for example of salary cap to give in three years from now yeah right so so you're saying in that system there you wouldn't be allowed to trade no. like future years it would have space? to be it would have to be once the cap is set for the next year so if we're looking at say the 2021 season you if you're the leafs and you want to sign some players in free agency coming up you want to try to get wouldn't it just become like uh another thing you have to get under Depending on what the cap looks well, you, like, then it's not a like then it's, it's not a like flat cap. Then right, if, I mean, so it would just be like having a buyout on your thing. You can still have a buyout, still impacting your salary cap for multiple years, even though the cap changes. So it'd just be the same thing. It'd just be okay for the next three years. You don't have that three million to work with. So it, you really could do multiple. <laughs> Martin agrees with me. I don't think that would be fair. I don't. Why think that would that, be a good idea. Why Why can't like Ottawa? They can project their salary. You can. Every roster can project their salary cap to a certain extent over the course of a three-year period, at least. So you can look. You could be the Ottawa Senators and say, "I don't need the last four million dollars in cap space that we have for in the next three years." I don't need that. Or three, two a year. You could say, even say two years. Like for example, like 
because they, they don't have any big contracts coming up, right? They're going to have cap space for a couple years, and then they and then maybe Kachuk and maybe, <laughs> like... Here's what here's what will happen, man. We've, we've seen it every single fucking okay, year. Okay, but dude. maybe maybe <laughs> they'll need to pay them eventually. And no. Then they <laughs> no, 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 no. They're like, gonna be. They're gonna get the them next couple years. They don't. If they were a well-run organization and not just a. Hey, man, show. how's Mark Stone doing these days in the playoffs? <laughs> and and Carlson <laughs> and Carlson and, and Mike Ben Hoffman Bishop, and Robin Leonard. Uh, <laughs> the list goes on. Mika Zibanejad, Zibane- yeah. Oh my God, Mika Zibanejad too. Oh God, what a fuck. Mm, Anyways, have you? Did you see the, those posts we had where like we showed what the Ottawa yeah. roster could look like? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this insane. Like, Dude, I sent you. I, s- <laughs> I sent you that pic the the picture the other day of like it was like Sens in the playoffs right now or Sens, oh, yeah, Sens yeah, elsewhere and, and the, their stat. <laughs> literally a full team of of, <laughs> of Sens traded away that are in the playoffs. <laughs> Leading uh, their teams to victory. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways, comparing that luxury cap to the ability to trade cap space away, one benefits the richer teams a little bit more, and the other team benefits the poorer teams that yeah, aren't as good. Yeah, but what's wrong with the elite, Eric? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody who's elitist. listening to this is going to get that. That's except okay. For <laughs> except <laughs> for us. Um, um, <laughs> but... B- but it depends how you want the league to go. Like Ty said, if you don't care about the smaller market teams, screw them. Have a luxury tax, and they get more money out of it anyway. Exactly. Theoretically, but then, or you have, or you benefit the smaller te- or the small market teams, the poorer teams by going. Okay, they could trade away their cap space that they're not going to use, and then they can just acquire a ton of assets. And then the richer teams, it sucks to suck, kind of. I I really only see like cap space working as a trade though. It like unless you're a sick accountant in the off season when you're trying to go for big free agents because other than that you it'd be really hard to trade midseason when all the payouts are different and the cap or wh- however that structure works throughout the year goes down but also if you're trading like 3 years away man well, you like, don't you have to either assume that you're hot garbage or the cap's going to go up like you well get you the have salary to really you trade already adjusts throughout the season right like if you trade someone at the trade deadline, their salary cap hit is a lot less than it would be if you traded for them at the beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah, but so they already do that to a certain extent true. where you need these people that are really good with numbers and can track all this stuff to, like, the penny. Because yeah. there's some teams literally with, like, 10 cents of cap space. They, they have bomb-ass accountants already. Not not in, <laughs> not in the Ottawa organi- front office, though. Oh, yeah, my God. On. Stop. <laughs> r- move on from Ottawa. <laughs> you gotta stop. Florida's also bad, okay? you got to stop the fire pit on Ottawa here. Martin, yeah, Martin's going to cry soon. He's going to go. Ty easy but target for so this So the luxury Ottawa tax list. only benefits the rich. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because you're ge- that luxury tax money goes to the poorer teams. Right, so if Arizona loses twenty million dollars this year, however much they're going to lose, they get a certain m- amount of money back, depending on how much the Leafs and the Rangers and the Blackhawks and. But that only benefits like the owner at that point. Don't then. take Let the Eric finish his sentence first. <laughs> oh my god! No, <laughs> no, <laughs> you set it up like this. This is how it's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta grab it back though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but it only benefits the owners of the poorer teams then, not the fans. But so does but so does this also help the the, the, the trading salary cap also helps the owners because mm-hmm. that means they don't have to pay as much in the year. Mm-hmm. 
No, okay, that is a good point. It doesn't really help the team that much. It just helps the owners a little bit. More, it helps the because that cat that cash might go to the team, but realistically, if the team's not, it's not going to go into the roster. Listen, mostly, well, most likely, it's going to go to the owner. Listen, which is a fair criticism of it. But like most owners aren't in it to make money, anyways. As as my long ass thread on Instagram showed, they don't try to make profits for most of the time, anyways. And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. From tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore. So everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Worsland, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary Theragun percussive therapy device when Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments. He treated TheraOne to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic but still contain up to 30% filler, and these fillers are potentially toxic. TheraOne tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USD certified organic, grown in the US, and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body balm for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. And now through Labor Day, Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to theragun.com slash bluewire. If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something TheraOne is likely to do again. So buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire, but only at until Labor Day. Go right now to theragun.com slash bluewire. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone, and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to get the most glorious Sundays ever. Use promo code BLUEWIRE, all capitals, at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And now, we'll get back into the show. If they try to hide it, yeah. They don't want to make pro- They literally actively don't try to make profits, so... At the same time, it might go back into the roster just because they're just like, I need to spend it so that I don't show a profit. If you're the, but like the Leafs and I, the teams that I listed, the, the rich teams are already helping these other teams exist. And they're getting nothing out of it, basically. Well, you they're, got a they're not getting they cups. Get, yeah, exactly. Huh? They're yeah, not, they're not comp- They get cups. more competition and less cups. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's a, it's a pair. It's a very, like, the league is, the, the parity well, in this they, league. What they get is. M- Wow, what do they get? Exactly. <laughs> what do the rich, rich teams? Austin do? Matthews wouldn't exist without uh, Arizona. There, that's what they get. Wow, that's, oh a, that's, a, that's a little bit of a stretch there. That's, that's a reach. No, but there there is probably some truth to the fact that if there, so, there weren't certain NHL franchises in certain cities, you might not have NHL players coming from those cities. That's one player. Yeah, that's a little. I'm not. I'm not saying, but it's not just that one player. Like you look at Florida. Like if the NHL never went to Florida, how much hockey do you think they'd have in Florida? Like. Name an NHL player from Florida. It's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? <laughs> well, no, you, can't you guys it. talk. No, you can't Google no, it. No, because I we had the series of uh, players from like each yeah. each uh, state. You, so I think I did Florida. You think Florida man plays hockey? 
wrestling no. the alligator. Like play golf? Yeah. Okay, so from Arizona, baseball. from California and Arizona, Austin Matthews, Sean Couturier, Matt Kachuk. Matt Kachuk probably still would have been an NHL player, even if he wasn't. Uh, yeah. Jason I think he was just born, in, think he was born in California. So there's more a couple, by chance. there's two stars right there that were born in Arizona. What... Do you think and then Matthew Trevor Kachuk Moore was not born a star in California? He was born a star because no, his dad and his family. That's what I'm saying. Like he Kachuk's. would have been a star no matter what. But and Austin Matthews didn't have any family. Couturier came to Canada after. Couturier came. Sure. He, he's a Canadian. Austin Matthews is literally uh, like a what is that? Not an analogy. I think Zucker a, also grew up in Minnesota. Did he? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. He was born in Arizona, and that all that, that's all I'm <laughs> Man, like, Matthews is an anomaly. That's the right word. Like, yeah. Literally, he grew up playing baseball. Apparently, he was better at baseball than he was hockey, but he just wanted to play hockey. Imagine this guy being better at baseball than, ho- than hockey. Although, Martin doesn't think baseball's a sport, so. Stupid opinion, but anyways. So th- he thinks on. golf is more of a sport than <laughs> baseball. But other than, other than Austin Matthews, what did the, what did the Leafs get out of this arrangement? <laughs> <Are> you <laughs> to them, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> what you said? Never said that. <laughs> so what did, the, what did the Leafs get out of it other than Austin Matthews, I guess, if we're going that well, much of a reach? Well, they didn't get Austin Matthews. More reach. They didn't get Austin Matthews. Bigger league. Because Arizona's a franchise, they got, the Leafs got Austin Matthews. That's basically the conclusion. That is the worst conclusion ever. <laughs> because like, li- like they get more reach. The Leafs are paying for them to exist, and they the get salary more cap. The yes. the Leafs are probably one of the few teams that even you know I guess they're out of the playoffs now, but even in the playoffs, they generated enough of a, I guess hype around it that you know maybe they s- still somehow turned a profit because they're one of the few teams that are not going to have an internal budget for the next few seasons, right? Yeah. All the other NHL teams are. players born in Florida. Quinn Hughes. They came Jack to tr- Hughes. Shut up, man. They came to Toronto. Shut Shane the- Ghostisbear. Jacob Chitroon. Chickering. Chitrin. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Ryan uh, Carpenter. Who? Some stars. And Ryan Carpenter. Jacob Chickering is a star. Chitrin. On on the Arizona Coyotes. He, he also came to Can- he also came to Canada. Quinn and Jack Hughes. Quinn and Jack Hughes were born are in- not in the NHL without the Florida Panthers. <laughs> they came to Toronto. <laughs> they grew. They are literally the Hughes family is huge Leafs fans. And Jack Hughes played his entire like midget career in Toronto. He played for like the Toronto okay. Marlboro okay, Marlboro or something. Off, off topic. Yeah. <laughs> All of these players, like ninety eight percent of the players you listed, that were from Arizona and Florida. Didn't play hockey in Arizona. They were really like, they're like, fuck these states. They don't even have what I want to play hockey in, except the actual and, teams. And their rank. teams and their teams aren't even rich enough to build shit for them either. Yeah. So like, it's kind of <laughs> a nominal issue. Um, I I agree. They're not getting much from the <laughs> the other teams not being there, but they're getting to play more games. They're getting. Bigger reach. What is, this is your argument? The they're going to play more games because there's more teams. They schedule 82 games. Their reach, reach is more because they're hated more. They're not. Could they're, you get rid of 10 teams total? Yeah. You think? I think you could get rid of 10 teams. You'd have to limit the playoffs okay, to 18. Okay, here, here, here's a segment. Get rid of 10 teams in the NHL. All right, go tie. You, you can Arizona, be the one that's hated. Arizona's gone. Florida gone. Carolina gone. Um. Whoa, 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 whoa! But continue. Well, uh, Carolina, I'm gonna let you make your Carolina. List. I'm letting you make your list. Owner was was about to go. Islanders gone. Islanders are gone. Senators gone. Sen- Sens are gone. Yeah, Sens. 
That's five. I don't know. You don't could, know uh, Winnipeg probably gone. Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg can can hold a team. Winnipeg can hold a team. Winnipeg can hold a team. Okay. Ottawa cannot. <laughs> Ottawa could if it was but in like, Ottawa. Carolina yeah. couldn't hold a team Senators? until the new yeah. owner. Yeah. You know, uh, they're in a town. Currently, Canada has a technically a population of two hundred thousand. That's not big enough to hold a uh, no. NHL team. Well, Ottawa, ten percent maybe. Ottawa has a million people. So if you moved into downtown Ottawa, it would actually make sense. But they're There's not doing that because they're idiots. <laughs> Yo, Eugene Melnick, if you ever listen to the show, man, we'll lawyer up. You want another? Th- <laughs> so we want another five teams out of the league. All right, we need five more teams out of the league. Ty, Pittsburgh. Go. What Pittsburgh? Whoa! <laughs> Pittsburgh. That's dude, a hot back take. In, how, what? The, back in 2009, they were like a failing. No, market. earlier than 2009. Early. So the, guy, the BlackBerry guy was going to buy them. Like right before they drafted Crosby, they were a yeah. failing market, and then they. What about when Crosby and Malkin leave? Well, they're still owned by Lemieux. Who's like Didn't he want to sell? Big hockey bro. Oh, I don't know. Lemieux's a big, big hockey bro? I think Tampa might. Tampa, Never would have known that. I know Thanks, they're man. good now, but when Tampa wasn't good. Yeah, but I, you can't okay. remove you can't remove a team that's literally on the cusp of a Stanley uh, Cup. So right you're, now. are you only? Yeah. What What is your criteria your, for your criteria? These teams? For that's what I'm. Is, is it is teams? it being like small market? Is it being bad? Yeah. Is it not making is it being, money? It's being Apparently, it's about being sustainable, potential? even if I you're see, dog okay. shit like the Leafs. Yeah, Columbus probably could probably is not making enough money. Mm-hmm. To exist in the league like in without the, the playoffs, without the play, like even even before that, yeah, even with that. Sorry. Okay. Um. Let me see who else so, we got on the so list. I'm just looking need, at literally the list. You of need the, three more, I think. Anaheim. Okay. I think Anaheim's a fair one. Anaheim's smaller. Probably, probably San Jose. San Jose too. too. I think San Jose. San Jose's got a good fan base. I don't know. I don't think so. I think you could easily ten might be re- ten might be a stretch, but you having could, three teams five, that close together in California, I don't know. The well, if we're going by population, that. that the population of California is more than Canada. So yeah, I know teams, it can support we, it. We have seventeen. So, no, <laughs> but how no, many people in California can you give a fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how how many people in California give a fuck about anything? They West care Coast about mentality, baby. <laughs> what was it? it was, so I I think that ten they might care have been about a stretch. Wine. <laughs> exactly. Ten might be a stretch. And weed. Hey, T- ten ten is a stretch. <laughs> Ten is a stretch. I think you'd get rid of six teams. I think get to like a twenty-four. I think we should go back league. to the original six. You know, just <laughs> fuck everyone else. And then, how rich would the league be at that point, man? Come on, if Toronto was playing Boston and Montreal and I would Chicago, kill myself. And, yo, it'd be uh, so how dull. repetitive those know, those dull, games are. It'd be but really dull. I hate playing the same team three times in a year. We're yeah. gonna be at thirty-two teams in a second. Like if it if a playoff series gets to seven, the only reason it's fun is because it's game seven. But game six is kind of dull. <laughs> I guess that's okay, the, so. That's so the bottom ten teams in the NHL in terms of revenue are Arizona, Florida, Columbus, Buffalo, Winnipeg, Ottawa, Carolina, Nashville, Tampa, Colorado, uh, Anaheim. So and that that's the bottom ten right there. I think that I I, I was just saying so ten ten would ten would be a stretch. San Jose's sixteenth, so I don't think you and Pittsburgh's eleventh. Well, now they are. <laughs> They've had some good years. Okay, obviously, now they are tired. They like you can't compare but, what the team I, shitty was ten years ago. But to Chicago's what still shit right now, and they still have a fan base. I think, th- like, uh, yeah, is that your? Didn't. Chicago didn't early two thousands yeah. and stuff. They didn't have a fan base. It's kind of the same thing. But Win- it's like well, teams go up and down a, though. Right? Winning like, builds that's a fan base, right? To do. <laughs> you know, winning builds a fan base. Why do you think the original six have 
the biggest audiences is because they've had the longest longevity of building a fan base. So obviously a team yeah. that comes in in 2000s is going to take some time to build yes. up the fan base. I agree. What year did Carolina enter the like league? Li- literally the top know. six teams in terms of revenue are Rangers, Maple Leafs, 96? Canadians, Blackhawks, Bruins, and Kings. So only the Kings aren't. Yeah, only the Kings aren't original six. Man, I'm surprised they're up there. Like, yeah, I mean they play in LA, so huge. it makes sense. It's like probably like Vegas. Like Vegas would just be a they also play in the same arena as what the Staples Center, yeah, yeah. yeah the, Lakers the Lakers and the Clippers. And the Clippers. Yeah. That's fucked. That, that is fucked. That they have to. And they still have. And they still have like crazy, all the Grammys definitely. and all the yeah. award shows. That's wild. And Good concerts for them. there. Good for the scheduling group. And that Yo, dude. <laughs> that rip. That yeah. Holy crap. Those guys, man. I always wonder how they do Clippers and Lakers games when they're like facing off against each other. It's like obviously really easy, but you got to take down and put up all LA Clippers or all Lakers yeah, stuff depending on. Fun. <laughs> right? Like, and then you have two home teams. Like, two. It's weird. You, I guess you have like two season ticket holders or two types of I think Toronto should get another team. I think that. So I think that. They um, would have no fan base. They. They. Toronto, I think, would have, but I don't. It would be hard to get people. The GTA off the is so big, though. I feel like people would get off the Leafs. Some of them. You think? Like, I don't think so. It would take a long. T- it'd be. It'd be a long time for people to come off the. There Leafs. was a lot of talk about them putting one in Markham. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was yeah, a couple yeah, years that ago. Was with the air, that, that was, was like, like legitimately serious, yeah. like talks. Like there was like debates about it. It wasn't. Is it going to be Arizona? Right? Is that there? Arizona's team coming to Markham? Yeah, I, th- I think it was Arizona. We're all from well, back Markham. In, back in the day, well, not Martin. Back in the day, though, um, that the the, the 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 BlackBerry guy was going to buy Pittsburgh and move them to the GTA or like Hamilton or something like that. Hamilton could not support a team. No way. Yeah, Hamilton's too small. So and people, but no, but too? but like that was the that was like what his goal was to buy Pittsburgh. And people leave Hamilton, I guess, during the summer. So like in summers, no hot, not as much hockey. But going you on. also yeah. do have a lot of people from here who hate the Leafs, and maybe they'll just cheer for the other team. I don't think so. People that hate the Leafs. I mean, like, you're going to have people that are literally just are for the sake of hitting the Leafs. They don't like the sport of hockey. It's hard because in Canada specifically, like, you already have, most people already commit, like, you can't get a new, f- you're not going to reach many new people in Canada. Like, in the States, if you go to a new city, like, if you go to Seattle, like, Seattle, for example, you immediately get all those fans. Whereas, if you go into Toronto, everyone everyone who's going to watch hockey is already has a fan base. Whether it's Toronto whether it's Montreal, whether it's Boston, whether it's whoever, like whatever team in the NHL they have, like everyone has their teams already. But obviously, you could still become a new fan of a team. Like that's obviously. I know it's a little thing, bit early. Like they, these teams came in like way back. But like the Islanders, the Rangers, and the Devils all exist in the same metropolitan yeah. area, mm-hmm. and they all have. I mean, the Rangers obviously have the biggest fan base, but those yeah. populations. I mean, are Devils different. are still up there. Like they're fifteenth in revenue. That's I mean, not bad. I like. If Markham got a team, I could probably see myself going there because I'm from Markham. I'd, it, but I'd go like, to more Markham games. I would than go to Leafs more Markham games, games than <laughs> Leafs games. It would it would certainly I'm help. Like, like it might help like the the marketplace for Leafs tickets, which is absolutely insane, right? Yeah. And the thing is, it population wise, it could theoretically work because what three hundred fifty thousand people in Markham in York and region, then you're York region, already. you're at a million something, and then that's not including Toronto. Yeah, York region yeah. is the. For those listeners not from Toronto area, take the 401, take the 407. Yeah, they know what they're talking about. Take the highway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that all makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this, these are these are the suburbs anyways, of Toronto. So moving of the on city. from the subject, what's the next rule change that we? Yeah, Marty. 
changing the draft. I and if you want to go really extreme on it, getting rid of the entry level draft and just have a free for all. So the players get to choose where they go. Cuz so either you change the draft so it cuz a lot of people are like why should the shitty team why should we condemn the best players coming into the NHL to playing on a shitty team and saving a franchise. Hey. <laughs> Eric really <laughs> wants to talk. Hey, Reacher. Yeah. Um and and uh if you got rid of it fully cuz that would say from having to change it cuz how would you change it to making them be able to have a draft lottery still up. Um literally teams just make a pitch to a player and he plays where he chooses. So I love it. We're basically going from hey, let's let's help support <laughs> the small market team. No, 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 but you to, still have a salary cap, like so not every single good player can go to one team. Well, and only are are so are entry level deals still a thing, or are they yeah. are they canceled? Yeah. Or ooh, uh, what that would be even better. You cancel, make make them, or you can make them higher. You raise them. I love your hand motions, Mark. Right, 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 right. I should right. be on TV. So, <laughs> wha- no, you have a face for radio. Ooh. Uh, there you go. That's that good... beard is for radio, too. <laughs> so wow, rub it on your chirp, mic. Rub it on chirp. your mic. <laughs> uh, that was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> to watch, <laughs> to witness. I wish I didn't witness that. Um, but the that argument, like, that thing like that decision of doing that would actually make sense in a sense because think about all the first overall picks since Patrick Kane none of them have won a cup right and why is that because they're all on they've all been on shitty teams or not that great teams Conrad Davis stuck on Edmonton Taylor Hall stuck on Edmonton well Ryan Eugene Hopton stuck on Edmonton Neil Yakupov Austin stuck, Matthews on stuck on the Leafs is that okay are they losing because their team sucks or are they losing because only one team can win in 31 years so obviously theoretically only one first I mean, round one first team can only pick. win every year yeah. Yeah. yeah like only like theoretically the odds of the first overall winning a pick in yeah. their life are lower statistically sure. Def- definitely than, i do agree with yeah. you there but it there is a I certain mean, aspect i feel bad but you can you can lose. see the aspect of it where like a lot of the first overall picks have ended up on not so great teams over the and i yeah not so well like not well run organizations because the organizations that aren't run well stay at the I, bottom. I, of the I see for the year logic of it. The at the same time, it's still gonna, you're still gonna be like the Leafs and Boston and New York Rangers would have a huge benefit over this. Yeah. But then you can. But then you could also just say, I'm gonna remove entry level contracts and just go free for all. And then but you can pay your. And then you think that these these first overall guys are gonna get not screwed over bad awful deals from GMs that don't know their shit. What do you mean? Draft though? picks, like, but are they, that, but then you're putting that onus fully on the player. It's not the the player can't choose where they get drafted, but they can't choose which team they go to. And then if they still choose to go to Buffalo and be awful for ten years, that's your fault, buddy. You that's chose also that. the GM's fault. It was also the GM's fault, but the player also chose that organization. At right? Jack, so I yeah. ins- <laughs> exactly right. So like, but then at the same time, like players do sign long term deals and stuff, but they're kind of under pressure too because they need they want to like lock in that. 10-year contract or whatever. Yeah. Or not 10-year contract, 8-year contract, sorry. I just think that if you're going to, like, there's going to be so much overvalue of these draft picks. Like, so much overvalue. Because if you even look at a normal round, what, 
if there's 217 people drafted in a year and um, that means what like 50 of them maybe play in the league every year like 20 25% of, of those players play in the league every year so you're going to be paying so much money for players that might not even touch the like touch the NHL well you, you wouldn't st- but you wouldn't be giving contracts right away to those players like not every draft pick gets a contract but you at least hold the players rights and yeah. you can so you be so a bunch of teams would hold the players rights but you can't hold the players rights without signing a contract without drafting them yes yeah, so you so I guess you would be signing a contract, but it wouldn't be a monetary contract. Just be like you're, you're going to be a part of our system. We're going to give our, 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 and it would improve the uh, development because all teams would have would have all these assets, and they'd have to try to improve them right away instead of like drafting them. Where and instead of focusing on the drafting part, you can actually just develop the prospect. Actually, I don't know. Would it improve? No, I don't think it would. Yeah, I can't change my mind. <laughs> like, it's like it's argument. just not because then they're never restricted free agents. How long do you cap? Like, is there a cap they're on so that first? No, they wouldn't. How would you have to? They're do unrestricted. That? If they're literally, they are literally too. choosing their team from the day they <laughs> enter the league. They are literally unrestricted free agents. It it wouldn't be easy. It'd be very complicated but change. The thing is, but it's an interesting thought because you'd see way less talent in the league though. Because instead of you, w- there's no way 217 17 people are being signed every year. Zero chance. Or yeah, or you'd have less guys like Patrick Hornquist and stuff like coming. Out and making a difference. No, because it works in soccer. So- soccer already has that system. But you just they go have wherever guys go. who, from when they're like eight years old in their youth yeah. academies. Man. Okay, but that's not the only guys that. That's not the only way players get the, developed. The majority of the star players, though, like sure you can work. Your they way come up, through but, youth academies. They yeah, come through for your sure. youth academies. But you're still going through the OHL, and you're still you're just after the OHL after you're 18 or 19 or whatever you want. To, maybe you could even increase the age. For when you get drafted, because there's been a bunch of arguments about that I, happening. But regardless, I could, I would be more on side with that. A team saying like reaching out to a 13 year old, being like, "Hey, listen, we'll take you through these teams, through these systems, like they do in baseball." Then you're just moving, you're just moving development from. You're just saying, "OHL, you're done. All all these minor leagues are done." And then you're just saying, "Okay, now like." It's just like you European might. soccer. No, like you, you would be, you would going. still. You just have a mini Maple Leafs team facing mini Bruins teams. No, no, under no, fourteen, like, under fifteen, under sixteen. Yeah, and that's you how could it do works it. in soccer. Yeah. That's how it. it works in soccer. So you could do but, that. You'd, we, you'd yeah. have to do like a major overhaul. And but there's, there's like, there are probably worked. way more soccer players out there that you can fill leagues up. But with. I mean, yeah. in North America, like uh, there's definitely more soccer players in North America. Don't get me wrong, than there are hockey players. Because just because it's a cheaper and easier sport, more popular sport, but you could still fill up a youth team in Toronto under fourteen, under fifteen, under sixteen, under seventeen, but under eighteen, or whatever. How many of those players is you going through the years? Like, not. But that's the same thing with soccer, right? Most of them fade out. Mo- most of them will never make it to the NHL. But then they can go to different teams, and they can go. Okay, I'm gonna try out. Maybe you know the but Toronto team is so good. The Barcelona team in soccer, they have the best youth academy. I can't make it there i'm gonna go to a lower tier team i'm gonna go to sevilla in spain i'm gonna go to carolina who maybe had doesn't have as many people like trying out for their team and their youth teams develop in their system i get better and then one day i play for carolina or one day i want to go leave and i can go play for the leafs but carolina is hoping i feel loyalty to them because i they developed me and they believed in me and i'm gonna play for them yeah but you would have to grow up your whole life in carolina <laughs> yeah, like uh, like Carolina I, fans like Ty I, just hates everything about. Yeah, them. that's so true. Ty, Ty, I love you, but Ty hates you. Ty is kind of an. Ty, have you ever been to Carolina. Myrtle Beach? No, it's pretty nice. It's a pretty nice place. 
to be honest. Do you like the girls here? He likes no, the I golf was, I there. Was a, I was a kid when I oh. went. So. <laughs> he wasn't into girls okay, as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he, you like the golf there. You would like the golf, yeah. And Martin looks like a golfer. Martin kind of looks, his man, those that don't see him, his tan is nice. It's from golf. Nice tan. Is it from golf? <laughs> I'm not surprised. But I, I, just, <laughs> no. I just don't really see how this could, you'd see way less talent coming into the league, in my opinion, unless you're doing, you're signing them when they're 13 years old. <laughs> like I, I just it'd be really like, a lot of talent would go to the Leafs. I do, I do think there are players out there who would like, even if they're from Toronto, they'd like the idea of of being a saving grace. I also think this would be a huge benefit to people that played together in their youth, like Matthews and oh, uh, making McDonough like a, or whatever. a no, better team, super uh, teams, McAvoy or whatever. They they make super teams, right? They they collaborate and they're saying let's you know let's go to this buffalo and and change the franchise like Mm -hmm. matthews and eichel are Mm -hmm. good friends they could have mcavoy think about how much fun that would be like at at drop after it would be it would be like a draft time so to speak it'd be after a certain date you could go okay from this date on you're allowed to talk to all these 18 year old prospects and you can try to convince them on your team think about like that next month of just like chaos where you see like every single team trying to bring in like you know, uh, or like Marner was playing with uh, Kachuk and uh, Christian Dvorak. Dvorak, right? So we used to be like, oh, let's just bring this entire line together. Like, yeah. That's what they'd be trying to do. But only two Calgary. two of those three guys were actually good. Christian Dvorak. <laughs> he's still, he's, he's an NHL right, player. I mean, he just called guy. Ty just called Marner good. Everyone, we got that on tape. We wow. got that on tape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Marner's bad. I'm just saying he's not worth $11 million. No, I would say Anyways, he's not Anyways, regardless, regardless Anyways. you can build... It'd be just so mo- that like two month period or month period would be I so much fun. That's what I would be way more fascinated by. Is you see players coming from World Juniors, being friends, whatever, choosing yeah. the same team. I would be like much more chemistry. fascinated by that than any other component of the of the no draft. <laughs> I think, you know, if you have, don't touch the table. I think if you have guys okay, coming Luke. in like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving who went to Brooklyn Nets. If you, if you saw that coming in right at, as the league happened, I think that'd be cool. But the li- that could only happen in the league, two star players coming together if there was a luxury tax, luxury cap. No, no, but you no, could no, have star players undrafted. coming in when they're undrafted. Right. I, okay, so you have I understand that. But a couple I, kids coming in what and I they think just is it fucks dummy you up together. if you're an older player because now literally you don't need to worry about draft picks. You can just say, "All right, you know, 2021 20, first overall, you know, top prospect." And if you're a free agent who's like, you know, like a, uh, like an older guy, you're not going to be signed anymore. They're no, just you will because most most of those kids when they're 18 aren't going to play in the NHL right away. They're still going to take two years, three years, four years. I think it would to s- make the NHL. I think it would make the league extreme, like even younger than it's turned into now. No, because most of those guys are still going to need years of development, right? That doesn't. I don't think it changes the path of the kids that much, because it's it because every single team players will know which. Who signs with who? You're gonna, agents see, gonna, you're gonna see to some know. great AHL hockey, bro. <laughs> I think it would make development better, like 100. It would force teams to make development better. Yeah, because the if you're de- investing in a player at like 18, yeah. and you're like choosing to sign them instead of being forced to have them. I th- I don't think that I agree with that though because you you are still. What if you still had to sign seven to take them seven guys? Them. You're just still agreeing to take them and, and draft them. Yeah, what if you have a limit on the amount of guys you could bring in, too? Because like, you can't be a team and then bring in, like, 20 guys all of a sudden. It's called you know a draft. I mean? 
you're yeah. limited to seven <laughs> and how many picks you have. But I mean, <laughs> after, the dra- you're, after the draft, you can sign undrafted guys. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah, but like, you, you, like they can make a limit and say, okay, we, oh, but they, but there is a limit actually. They have limits of fifty people on their rosters, right? Fifty, fifty uh, uh, player contracts. Yeah, yeah, so that could be the way that they limit the league. They could say, okay, you have fifty player contracts and you can't. Go and give away. I also see it twenty being, spot. You can't take yeah. every single first rounder in the first round if you're not. Not that would ever happen to begin with. You can't go and take like six first round guys because. No, you can. You could. Well, I mean, I guess you Leafs could, could go scoop out the first ten, or Chicago could, or Arizona, whoever, wherever they want to go to. What if they want to make a super team of eighteen year olds? But then, and yeah. but then the thing is that ch- talent would move away from those teams once they want to get paid. Once they want to get big money. Because the least, they, there's a luxury think tax. about it, right? Because the if but if you didn't have a luxury tax, if we're just saying this one theory, right? We're not combining this. With either others, way, then it's gonna be a complete mess of like I, ideas. Either right way, now. you still have a first, second, and third line. So if you have ten guys that belong on the first line, they're still not gonna be able to to have that that capacity of getting paid that much. I don't think. Yeah, but but that's the thing, right? You're not making a super team then if they don't deserve that amount of money to begin with. So if the Leafs bring in. Three stars, right? Or the let's say the let's say who's a good team right now? Tampa, right? Let's say Tampa, because they're so good right now. Three of three rookies are uh, coming into the league, and they're like, "I'm gonna go on Tampa. We're gonna dominate for like a year or two, and then after our contract's done, we're gonna go get paid somewhere else." And then that money and that talent moves on from the organization, right? Yeah, I I think that so you wouldn't be building two. There wouldn't be like there might be super teams, but they wouldn't be like. It wouldn't be a super team like you're bringing in LeBron and Kawhi and... You yeah, know. you're not bringing in prime players. Yeah, you're bringing in youth players that might have a better impact compared to their contract. But even then, like just like we go in the draft, right? How many of those players are actually going to make the NHL? So even if they want to build a super team, what are the odds that the three guys that you bring in, all of them mm-hmm. are going to... Unless they're all like top five picks or something. But even top five picks, Sam Bennett... Dougal, uh, like all, all those guys. A lot of the top guys. They, a lot of the top. I, every year, there's a bunch of top ten picks that don't turn out. So they're gonna, they're still gonna have to watch out of not just building, building themselves up for playing in the NHL. They're gonna have to build it up so they can develop properly. So they're gonna have to look at that and go, yeah. Are the Leafs gonna give me the ice time I need? Are they gonna develop me properly? There's gonna be a lot of thinking involved, which might be hard for an 18 year old to like think about that whole process through yeah. so it's going to they're going to rely on their agents a lot more i think you'd but also see a lot more of the so like quote unquote like bottom tier draft prospects get a lot more potential too is because you know sometimes there might be a guy who goes 157 and has a poor development team and a team really likes him but they like other people more and so they're able to to be like you know, we're going to take him now because one of the things I think is really unfair is do you know how long like it takes for some like this is actual question. If, if someone drafts someone like 157, how long are they owned by that team before they're able to like, actually have a chance? It's, so they have to. What do you mean? They have to go to, to another like, team? No, sorry, to be, if they're not signed. Uh, th- so they three have years. To, three years. Yeah. They can so then enter the draft or they become. An, they have to wait yeah. three years and re-enter the draft. The team holds your rights, and if they don't sign you to a contract after three years, then you kind of re-enter the draft. See, that's kind of bullshit to me, and like, I think it would be or a lot. Free ag- or you're or a free you're agent. Free. It should be like three months. Like that, three years is way too long to have mm. a player. But, have a player but then they would get no, to no, their no, 50, no. The 50 really quick. The, the, the 50 is. That's is where the, the 50 is. Why. So I would say like, if you want to bring that three years down, you could say like, 
bring it down to a year or two years. You already see it though in. But I mean, like you, you don't sign them after three months. You either sign them or you let them go, and they can choose another team. No, but that's yeah. what already happens though. In co- like the college guys who are drafted, they a lot of those guys don't end up signing with teams like you see, like Adam Fox, for example, refused mm-hmm. to sign with Car- Calgary, refused to sign with Carolina, so they just they trade him to, to the Rangers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, who was another one a couple years ago? Um, Jimmy VZ, yeah. VZ, yeah. Um, Again to the Rangers. Didn't Will Butcher do, do the same thing? Yep. Yeah. John Marino. You see it more with college guys. Yeah. I think it's a interesting idea, especially because you would have to make it so each team has to take a certain amount of the guys too from the draft. So they have to give opportunities because you could just say one year, sign one guy. Usually but your first round guy you would sign. From the entry yeah. draft. Like the I'm putting yeah. up quotate like <laughs> fictitious <laughs> fictitious quotation marks right now. Um but to give more opportunities to guys, you would have to set it so they have to get like five guys and say you're in our system. You'd have to sign five guys? Not sign so more so like it would be like draft. So you it, exactly you'd have to, so when those guys wouldn't have Are there exempt contracts? How are the what are those exempt contracts? What you're, just, can what you you're have describing the 15 right now, Martin, is like, literally a draft. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, but you still talk to them, like, outside of it, like... I don't really but it know does, if it works, you're but forced to sign five guys, and those five guys that you sign aren't by choice, what if what if no one wants to sign with your team? Ooh, that's, that's yeah. awful. That means you're a shitty organization, that means for you suck one, as but organization. two, like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> at least this way, you are a team, and each year you can get the rights see, to seven guys. See, I think Luke, that, that's not, why they draft. I'm not really what thinking I, about it from that perspective, because because you could also put a cap on how many guys you could take. So guys are going to want to play in the NHL, no matter what, or have the potential to play in the NHL, right? So they're going to want to sign guys, with a team. These guys want to play in the NHL, and but if they, they're not getting drafted, right? If you're taking away the draft. And you're just like, you have to go out and get guys. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, that I'm sure the guy going 157 doesn't give a crap because he just wants to play on a team. Mm-hmm. So it's the same. Exactly. But you're so, just saying, what if no one wants to sign with your team? But that wouldn't happen. Someone would want to sign with every team. But they might not be but a they top might, guy. They yes. might not be a top guy. And yes. They might not be a top team. And they might not. It, it it's might. Like, they like might it, not want to go. probably would not Which is the whole point of the draft. That well. Is it that be you don't have a choice. It would be very flawed because... Mm-hmm. because I feel yeah. like we're putting too Team. much power in the kid in the hands of eighteen year olds. Yes. Yes. That's why I was saying maybe raise the age to like nineteen if you're gonna do that or something. Like, because that's one, what a lot of one people. Year of wisdom. A lot of people. Yeah. I know, but like at nineteen, you're a, a one and done. But for think, the NHL. think about. But a lot of the players that are going in the draft aren't even eighteen. They're seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like. What man? At eighteen, I went to freaking Laurier University. Look at you! Look at these guys now. They're six years younger than us. Getting, getting arrested in like Carlton, Carlton, Western. Oh wait, you're 19 actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to say one last thing because I think we're getting close to. We got tons of time. All right, I'm gonna have to cut out a lot. All right, we still have to do news. Oh yeah, okay. and uh, winners and losers. Well, we we can do winners. And okay, losers. I got one. Yeah. I got one last thought for this, I guess, and I think that I. I don't think that they should get rid of the draft, but what I do think they got to do is look at the RFA, uh, how long it takes for you to become an unrestricted free agent. 
right? I think that's something that that could be a good thing. Could could change because right now you can't be a unrestricted free agent unless you're like what twenty six, twenty seven, I think. So the team holds your rights when they draft you for eight years, basically, mm-hmm. as long as you keep signing contracts with them. Mm-hmm. You're not an unrestricted free agent until you're, I guess, maybe in the middle of your prime or maybe even almost past it, I guess, depending on how you look at the age curves these days. Mm-hmm. You don't get to sign your, your contract and choose where you play. Yeah. But so I think that that might be something that they can take a look into, like maybe lowering the UFA to like 23, 24. Do you have any other ideas that the NHL should change? No. But we don't got time no, for this. We don't we'll got, be here all we night. Do, I we don't have time for that they should make refereeing fair. That's an idea I think they should implement. I think everyone's down for that. I think that there should be no such thing as playoff hockey. Have you seen like the... Uh, it's There's a lot of studies done in like baseball. How they talk about experience curves and stuff baseball's not a sport but yeah go, keep going. according but to the, you but they have umpires and a lot of them i was an umpire and, and yeah uh, watch what you say <laughs> <laughs> but they talk about um umpires and it's literally like can sometimes be the mood they're in or something i, I forget oh 100 percent, dude if you show like, up after a fight with your wife you think you're gonna call yeah oats on everyone 100 like, percent. Yeah. So like Fuck that. You. That's, that's not a strike. That, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the inconsistency. So umpires need to be careful because they're getting pretty good at uh, getting technology that's recognizing balls. Robo and umps. Yeah. <laughs> they are getting. Pretty Dude, good there was at a that. video on Twitter last <laughs> so. week of the, uh, the the pitch right down the middle, and the ump says the ump literally just called it a ball. And everyone's like, what the fu-? like the announcers were like, "What the fuck?" The pitcher was like, "What the fuck?" Oh man. And he's like, "It was high." It's literally right but, in the middle. But that's right? like every sport, though. NBA had the same thing. But the NBA, like, the thing is the NBA tried to improve the refereeing, and then they did. Like, the NHL just hasn't, the NHL just accepts, like, but the, what our the refereeing N- is awful, so we're going to continue to keep it awful. But at the same time. don't care. But the NBA, like, for example, they actually had studies done, and they took the research that was shown about, like, the different biases the referees had, and they literally took the refs through bias training, implemented a video room where they could track and tell the refs exactly when a foul is especially in the last five minutes of the game when technically that's the most important like part of the game typically just because the, mm-hmm. the score is so close and then they can make corrections in real time and stuff so the the nba was like okay we see this problem we're gonna fix it the nhl is like no that's just a part of our culture and that's playoff hockey and the uh, if if something's a foul one day or one's a penalty one day and not the next day it doesn't really matter so like yeah. It's just different cultures. According to the series, you know, you gotta you gotta play in yeah. according to you the have players. To game manage apparently. At the same time, I don't want sense. I don't want fifteen penalties a game. That slows it down. That was ridiculous. I, that was, I, summer I, games were yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, nobody's I hate that. asking for like, that. But I, I want people I, want consistency. Like, yeah. People want consistency. You could even say, fuck it, we're gonna make the rules more lax. Make the lax rules more consistent. So <laughs> like literally, like the best example is Pierre Luc Dubois hit three guys from behind into the boards, didn't get a penalty on like two of the two of those hits. Mm-hmm. And then Kakaniemi goes, does the exact same hit. He might even be have been less um yeah. severe on mm-hmm. uh, against the Flyers last week and he gets thrown out of the game. Yeah, and it's like then the players react and the refs are like, Yo, what are you doing that for? It's like, he, well, he just did it to me last shift, so I didn't think I was going to get a penalty, to be I, honest. I mean, that's really tough, though, because you get that, like, you could go to law and you get that judge to judge. They deem different things, but 
that's talking not sports. Yeah, that's called systemic racism. Not not even just that, but yeah. <laughs> I, I also think are you a racist lawyer, Martin? <laughs> I also think the NHL should implement a rule called the no Jack Edwards commentating rule, where Jack Edwards <laughs> no longer commentates the sport of hockey. <laughs> I think that would be a Yo, good rule. I think that they should bring Bob Cole out of retirement at 92 years old. I <laughs> do not <laughs> like Bob Cole. What what about all the American announcers? Get rid of all that. Oh no, oh the, the NBC broadcasters are so much better than the Canadian ones, though. I would much rather listen you hate to Jim Houston. I hate Jim Houston. I would much rather listen to uh, Kenny Albert and anybody on NBC. Mike Mulberry, Pierre Maguire, Ray Ferraro on T. I, I, Gord I Miller's the best. Gord Miller's Gord really good. Gord Gord Miller, Miller, I love Gord Miller. When they do when they do a game together, hold oh, on. Man, I, I just think that the I, I love the the Gord Miller's Hurricanes. in the Western bubble right now. He's good. TSN does it better than anyone. TSN though. is the best. TSN is the best. TSN broadcast. ain't calling anything anymore because Chris Cuthbert just left to Sportsnet. Did he? Yeah, he's calling the Western Conference games for Sportsnet. He moved over to them. Yeah. Yeah. They have Chris Cuthbert and Gord Miller over in the Western bubble. It's fr- pretty awesome watching. Gord Miller the was in the East, wasn't he? No. Gord Miller was in the East. Is he? He was calling the Leafs games, yeah. Uh, he was maybe calling. he moved. No, he maybe was. he moved. He was. Jim Houston was he might be. No, I know, I know, but they might move him, Gord Miller was They might move him to the West because of Vancouver. Like maybe he's doing know. the Canadian teams or something. Um, another, anyway. another rule that could be changed. Hmm. We don't have to think of any more. Yeah, we still got go. news. Okay. Do, still your, got do news. your winners and losers, Martin. Uh, and this is the winners and losers segment. That was a, a failed. Oh goodness! You didn't like that, <laughs> we, Eric. You didn't like that, Eric. We, did we not got like we that. got a loser on that one. <laughs> <laughs> a big loser. On that one. I'm just trying things. Out. You know, I got to experiment. You got to try new things. I I think an obvious loser this week is the police system. Still, obviously. Yo, what's wrong with what? It was uh, Wisconsin again, wasn't it? Or was Minnesota the last one? Like, which one was George Floyd? That was um that was uh, Minneapolis Minnesota. Minneapolis yeah, Minnesota. Minneapolis Minnesota yeah, okay. man they're they're all shit though like yeah. come on that video is ridiculous yeah it's loser of bad. the week is uh, the NHL because the NBA went and suspended all their games today in protest and the NHL said and did nothing which the is NBA did not the suspend their games in protest they responded to players who were protesting yeah. fair but they still did yes. And the players still did. So are, am I calling NHL players losers now? <laughs> Meanwhile, Logan Couture <laughs> got sucker punched could, in in Toronto for saying that he supported Donald Trump or something, bad. which is bad. But, I mean... Um, Donald Trump is a <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. so. Listen, if Donald Trump could be the loser of the week every fucking week. <laughs> yeah. He's a pretty bad person. So, so are we saying the winners of the week are the NBA players? Yeah, today. Uh, winners of the week, the NBA players who stood up and somehow got all every single game in the NBA suspended for a day, which is pretty it's fairly impressive, especially in the. Play- I, I think it'll be tomorrow too, because Boston, th- Boston, Toronto were talking. I don't. A, I, I honestly don't think there's going to be playoff ga- NBA playoff games. It's done. My prediction is that That's it's a done. hot take. My prediction is that it's done. I think there will be. No, for the time there, like a lot of them for the next week. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent next week. I don't think you're going to see much done. Or sorry, money. Uh, that's fair. Much. Do I don't not? think it's done though. Like I think the NBA playoffs will finish. You like, think so? Yeah, yeah. They got to. Uh, they have to. No. Even the players like. They, they went through this whole bubble thing. They're finishing <laughs> the playoffs. I don't know, man. The, the Rap- players did not leave their families and kids for. The Raptors seem pretty animals. adamant, from what I've read, 
about leaving the bubble. The Celtics seemed pretty that would, adamant. That would be like a statement, though. Like, yeah, I'd respect it if they did. Like that, the Powell and and Fred VanVleet both said that uh, they're like, "What the fuck are we doing here? If we're not like, what is what is having a names on the back and and phrases on the back of our jersey mean? If we're literally not going to pause what we're doing because there's like bigger matters at stake here. So if there is one team that I think had like the balls to do it or like the the courage to do it, it would be the Raptors. And if like it's true. The thing is, Milwaukee had to do it because of what happened in Wisconsin. Yeah. So if all the other teams did it and and Milwaukee didn't, it would look bad. So Milwaukee had to do it today. I'm not sure how much of that was on the owner, PR-wise, because I'm sure it looks good for him. That, well, it looks bad and good for him in a public setting. Yeah, I mean... You still have racist people. But I, I honestly think the, the playoffs for the NBA are done. I think that the thing is that they are good PR moves though. Like in the broader sense, you're gonna yeah. make more money from doing this, and you're gonna lose money from doing this because well, you're gonna get better. Of fans. Exactly. That's the, that's the thing. You're so even if you want to be cynical and say, "Oh, they're just doing this for business," yes, because if you yeah. want to be cynical about it, you could say, "Yeah, it's a good business decision." Nike so got political. Nike, players aren't Nike doing got, it for business. Yeah, the players no. aren't doing it, but you could say the owners are okay with it because they're going to do it for business purposes, and you could say the players are doing it because it doesn't actually hurt them because they're still going to get paid. They're still millionaires. Yeah, sure, you can have all those cynical views, but it doesn't matter because they're playing to the demographics and they're and they're doing the right thing in the end, anyways, right? Like mm. Nike already made the calculation that said, okay, we're going to put Colin Kaepernick on the front of our ads. And immediately they lost $2 billion in value. And then right after that, people were like, oh, shit, wait. Think about it for a second. The demographics say, who are Nike's customers? They're not like 50-year-old white men who are angry yeah. at the world or angry yeah, at here's black guys. They're gonna, they're, they sell Nike shoes to young people, to more diverse backgrounds. Yeah. You're, you're selling, they're selling more to New York City than they're going to sell to... Middle yeah. of butt fuck nowhere, and, whatever. And I wonder if the NBA discussed Milwaukee doing it first because there was games last night and there was games two days ago when I think it actually happened on Monday, right? Or Sunday. And then yeah, I don't remember. I think like Orlando still went out, but Milwaukee Sunday, didn't come I out. Think. So I think the organization or the NBA said, you know, Milwaukee has to do it first and then the rest of us will follow. That's what it seems like just on the structure of how it happened. Uh, I think if one, I don't think it would have mattered which team did it. I think that if one team boycotted, the rest of them would but have supported. But it would look really bad if Milwaukee didn't do it first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. Um, I think it's just crazy. Maybe just to end off my thoughts here, that like, what, what was when did Kaepernick start kneeling for the national anthem? 2015? 2015, 2014, 16, something around yeah. there. Yeah. And now look at how far we've come. Our players are literally boycotting games because of what's going on. Right. He was one guy started kneeling for the anthem and. But as much criticism as you want to give Colin Kaepernick, yeah, it's just crazy how far we've come in the past five years, and how little the police system. Uh, yeah, yeah, and little, yeah. <laughs> how far? How? F- yeah. No, no. Sorry, sorry. What I mean is how, how far, far the athletes have come to, yeah. to making a stance. Sorry, yeah. I want. I don't want yeah, to say yeah, yeah, yeah. how far we've come. In uh, I, yeah, sorry. That, that kind of sounded really bad. But <laughs> what I meant yeah. to say is how far we athletes understood. have come. Yeah. yeah, I understood. Yeah. Yeah. But man, it's it's horrible and people saw some comments on the on the post today being like this guy deserved it i'm like man how the fuck can you watch that video and well, say someone deserved it say i know like That's it blows my mind blows the, my mind the and then there's videos is, with the same police 
literally this guy, this this other white guy, got into a cop's car and started driving it, or like, <laughs> and, it, and he he wasn't <laughs> shot. Like the, the the police officer kept falling down in like fear of of the white guy, and never took a shot. And as this guy got into the front seat of his car, people just lack empathy. I feel it's just like it's just like they just don't they just don't care. Like that that that's what it is at the end of the day. It's, I it's I honestly just em- don't it's even just empathy, know. and it's just like you pick your side. And because you've picked your side, you have to go with your side. And because you have to go with your side, you have to go to the far extremes and be like, even if originally you would think this is wrong, if it was any, if people on the other side weren't reacting to it, you have, just because of your own personal, you have to go with your tribe, basically, yeah. right? And then, so like, that's, that's what it comes down this, to. The response that of... The tribe thing, definitely. Oh, the tribe definitely. thing is a huge definitely. thing. And a lot of America, if you look at, like, the suburbs definitely. and the cities, like, they don't even have, like, they don't grow up around African-Americans. So obviously, if the only the presence that you see on TV is African Americans being, you know, the typical well, gang bangers and stuff. And you're obviously going to think that, yeah. that they're bad people if you don't yeah. actually live around them. Yeah. And then, you know, like if you say, Oh, what if it was a black person shooting a white person or a black officer shooting a white person? It's like that the, the, the argument, the argument <laughs> is that police officers really shouldn't have to kill many people often. And I saw a TikTok where it's like only 4% of crime is actually violent or or in the States. So 96% of the stuff that police respond to is not violent crime. So why are people with guns oh. going into them? Like Only why? like 15% of stuff police respond to is actually police related stuff yeah so they're carrying a gun <laughs> like 100% of the that. time for 15% of the yes. things in which they shoot it seems like 3% of the time that's a pretty and bad they're, rate they're minimally trained and I think it's ridiculous that a country as big as Britain can have a police service fully without guns well not fully they have armed police but they most of their police walking around do not carry weapons and it's, well guns and it's like why can't North America fall suit because of the constitution <laughs> because the tyrannical government that apparently is but the even left Canada wing. even Canada on that one like come on yeah apparently the left wing is the easy. tyrannical one <laughs> which uh, doesn't seem to make any sense considering, considering we have a right wing dictator in, yeah, in the presidency <laughs> shooting up army militia to the, the cities I'm, I'm pretty worried that Trump's gonna pull some shit and make himself not leave the White House like Dude, the only thing that's going to make him leave is death. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Ty, who are your winners and losers from this week? Go on. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to defer on that one. All right, so that's winner it. of the week, Travis Green. He uh, somehow pulled off a win with Vancouver against Vegas. Mm-hmm. Back to hockey. Hockey. Hashtag hockey talk. Talking hockey. To everyone that's still here, man, we're proud yeah. of you for getting through that political spiel. Uh, spiel. Winner of the week, definitely uh, Barry Trotz, because he's somehow doing stuff with the Islanders and... It, it almost came just back today from sense. 3 nothing down. My winner of the week is the Dallas so Stars. Lost. I don't know what you, but you guys are up 2 nothing. Yeah, that was my other one. My, Dallas, okay, Dallas I'll Stars, give, like, yeah. they've pulled a rabbit out of their hat here. Two games in a row. Like, two games in a row. And, like, they started off that last game pretty badly. They were down a couple goals. They're down 3 nothing. I think. Colorado, yeah, yeah. yeah 3 nothing. There's been a lot of 3-0 catch-ups so far in this playoffs. So uh, worst lead in hockey. <laughs> my, my winner of the week, I guess, is Kyle Dubas. For absolutely fleecing yeah, trade. the Pittsburgh Penguins for yeah, Jim Rutherford cheeks also clapping in by happenstance would be the loser of the week as well because yeah. I don't know what the hell that trade was that was embarrassing. Um, well, and Pittsburgh fans hated it and le- like that was almost a unanimous. You rarely see unanimous trades of just everyone's like that was a bad trade or that was a good trade and it was like everyone on 
everyone on social media unanimously agreed like what the hell was yeah. he doing there <laughs> that never happened. you had to think uh, there was there was a good joke it's like you had to think if if rutherford thought he was getting lily grin yeah, instead, instead of, of lynn grin <laughs> <laughs> and like honestly like <laughs> it, the trade would make more sense if that were true <laughs> but like yeah like you never see that much unanimous i made that comment in the uh group chat but martin's still laughing yeah. very hard right now <laughs> Martin doesn't read my messages. I, I see. I don't think Martin reads any. I don't even know if Martin knows how to read, to be honest. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's just ruthless. <laughs> Time messages a lot all at once. And if you're not paying attention, you miss. Like, there you was don't one go, day. You don't scroll back yeah, for like was, 70 messages. There was one day last week. Messages. Ty talked to him. Like, he talked. He sent like four <laughs> messages. No one responded. Then he responded to himself yes. like three times. Like, Yes. It was just it was just a thread of like twelve messages from Ty <laughs> to Ty. Yes, I like that. I like that. I like to have conversations, man. man. And if no one's there, I'll I just like talk to, to be myself. away from my phone. Yeah. So it was good. I really I come back the and there's like you. eighty messages, <laughs> mostly from Ty. Hey, can't was, read them all. Ty. It's me. And, it's usually Luke and Eric arguing though. The, the past couple of weeks though. Yeah. <laughs> all right, losers of the week, Martin. I already did my losers. Did you loser? Yeah, the American oh. police system. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what started this whole thing. We did all of our losers. All right. Uh, biggest loser, Luke West. My losers was Rutherford and the NHL. Who's your loser? I don't know, to be honest. I don't really. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, I don't really have one. Nobody really cares about Luke's right. winners and losers anyway. There's a lot of winners this week in the NBA and the NHL. This is over an hour long. Colorado. We're yeah. at over an hour long. Okay. Well, thank yeah, you guys for listening. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to this week's episode of Talking Hockey. We really value you as listeners. Leave a review, follow, subscribe, do whatever. We're still here to entertain. And uh, this is the one and only time we'll all be in person together probably for the next while. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Man, this is Much only the better. second time we've actually met Martin for, for Ty and I. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's my online boyfriend. <laughs> Literally, the other time we shut down Canada. Literally, literally. Before, March thirteenth, man. Yeah, the day after we uh, was the day that Toronto closed for good COVID time. and everything else. That was a good night. Good time. Martin went all, on a taxi all of cab Toronto ride was of still Toronto. open. <laughs> yeah, Martin went on a taxi ride. Doesn't know where to. But hey, we literally we were home. out and we're like, "Where's Martin?" We're like, I don't know. I also <laughs> have a I also have a photo in an elevator, and I like geo spotted the photo because it's just my arm in this elevator and there's someone else's arm like pulling me and i'm like what the fuck so i geo spotted that photo and it's like a block and a half away from the bar we were at so i walked somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and went into some building with an elevator and was on the elevator so yeah. that happened yeah martin literally has no idea what happened ty i home. i just remember i got i took the streetcar home Luke. At least you, at least you knew where you <laughs> were going. Because I, I had nowhere, I, did, I had no idea where I was going. <laughs> I was like, yeah. "How do we get here?" I, I'm, I'm surprised that Martin's still here. His, his taxi bill was like a hundred and like fifty dollars. Three hundred dollars was it? <laughs> and then he only ended up e transferring eighty. So my taxi bill didn't actually exist because he like turned off the thing or something because I was directing him where to go. <laughs> oh my god, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. So then I right, left yeah. here, left here, right there. Yeah, right. So then I upside down. He he, he tried to scam me too because he was like, I didn't get your one e transfer. E transfer me again. So then I canceled both e transfers. So fuck him. Maybe it wasn't even a taxi driver. Maybe it was just a yellow car. It was just a Talking yellow a car. Uber. <laughs>
<laughs> like, man. I, I wish I could have Ubered, but I, I didn't have an address to put into Uber. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That <laughs> oh, was my a, God. That was a that was a night. night. That was a night to remember. The last night that we went out uh, to a club. I also left my phone. Uh, left my coat at the club. That was fun. Did you get it back? I did. That was nice. That was nice. Alrighty. Well, All right. thank you for listening. I'm and hungry. Bye. Time for dinner. Yeah. Goodbye. Did somebody say playoffs? NBA and NHL are playing for the gold, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of co- chances to win. MLB season is pushing into fall, and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return of sports, and remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.